Hello. <laughs> you know what you're we have, it hasn't been that long since we've recorded. It has. <laughs> well, hi, I'm Stacy Moise. And I'm Tracy Hassel. And this is sexy. <laughs> this is gonna be a good one okay uh-huh. um so i first want to start with the quote so that i don't forget like Wait, i did really quick before episode. and i didn't mean to interrupt you like a schmuck but i do need to acknowledge the fact that we got on here at 11 11 and i think that's good to note anyway that's great um oh yeah so i just wanted to start with the quote um before i forget like i did last episode <laughs> oh did you what yeah i did we, we were so excited to be together that we just we jumped right in like i started talking about the plane and the tsa and then, mm. then we went to the story yeah never did a quote so um there's no quote on the episode but i'm just gonna use a nice little togetherness quote um because then the episode is complete but anyway the quote for this lovely episode this week um, is by a legend, of course, um, the one and only Malcolm X. And this is very uh, fitting to Juneteenth just passing. And that's also going to be a great topic about it becoming a fol- uh, federal holiday, all that stuff we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But the quote is, if you stick a knife in my back nine inches and pull it out six inches, that's not progress. If you pull it out all the way, that's not progress. They haven't pulled the knife out. They won't even admit that it's there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is so freaking accurate because it reminds me of everything that's been happening very, sorry, not been happening recently. That's been more prominently shown more recently, you know, because it's getting, racism is getting bad. It's getting filmed, social media, yada, yada. Um, yeah. And I think that is so fitting because with everything that had been happening with Black Lives Matter, especially during quarantine, that was a big thing. It's like, we need to stop police brutality. We want you to stop killing us. We want you to stop abusing us. And they're like, okay, well, well, we took the black lady off the, the syrup. Yeah, it's just a bunch of performative shit, which is which is just, I mean, politically always the case. Politicians are politicians, whether they're good or not, unless they're Bernie Sanders, and that I will stand by forever. Amen. Agreed. Notice no argument here whatsoever. Yeah, so that's the issue. It's like, we're asking you to dismantle a system, or at least begin dismantling a system, or at least like take a percentage of something that you can start with. Baby step, 1% shifts. We get it. You can't abolish the police. Fine. We get that that's not happening tomorrow or even in the next 15 years. Fine. And also defund the police for you morons who think, oh, that means abolish the police because they don't understand that words mean things. Defund literally means what the word says. Funding. It means reallocating the funds because they have billions of dollars that they don't yes. fucking need. We can oh, also they need it reallocate they... funding from the military. Why do we have so much oh military my funding? Let's not talk. Listen, first of all, if we reallocated military funding, we would absolutely have universal health care and education in a fucking heartbeat. Oh, never- and there wouldn't be no homelessness issue. Oh, that's another vets and stuff would actually be taken care of. It's so funny how people are so murka, but like your vets come home all jacked up and can't get any assistance whatsoever or can't get the proper assistance or want to use things like CBD or THC and can't in certain states because that's still illegal. Um, but it's the only thing that may help them with their symptoms. Maybe they don't want to be on 15 pills a day. Right. You know, um, it's just, but you know, they do need the money. The police need those money because they need to, you know, have their police dogs and shit like that. And, you know, other fun, I mean, fancy. we know why the police were created in the first place. They were literally created just to round up escaped slaves. They were slave catchers. And that mentality yeah. has not been too far. That mentality has not left for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and yeah, it's just reallocating the funds because at the end of the day, a police officer should just be a police officer and this is not a nod to not being judged jury and executioner absolutely but focusing more on you blue lives matter folks uh i don't hmm. know what a blue light almost talking about avatar smurfs but hey anyway um the point is that the police officer shouldn't have to be a social worker or a um you know, a psychiatrist, psychologist, they shouldn't be having to deal with things that they are not trained to deal with. So yes, you should have social workers and, and other things and other resources. I mean, even schools that have police officers also have social workers. Like Mm -hmm. when you think of every other system that we have, they all have checks and balances except for the police. Correct. 
Yeah. Like, okay, if someone wants to say IA, internal, internal, no, internal affairs, what is it called? Yeah, is internal it? affairs. Okay, well, do you, I to say HR, though? I know I wanted to say II like internal investigation. Like I knew that wasn't the letter, but I wanted to say investigation, not affairs. That's why I was like, I, I. Mm. okay, but yeah, yeah, okay, sure. If you want to say that that's a checks and balances system, but like it's just other cops. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we yeah. looked into it. We felt that we didn't do anything wrong. Cool. Thanks. Right. And there there are so many examples of someone trying to be a good cop and speak out and speak up, and then they're fired or they're suspended and they're ostracized by the other cops because they're trying to do the right thing instead of like just supporting the good old boys and letting them do whatever the fuck they want. Exactly. I think it's so funny. Like the way that I I feel like the biggest gang is, I mean, government's pretty close, but I feel like they don't kill as easily, but I feel like the biggest gang is definitely police because y'all are loyal to, you know, the day you die, blue veil of silence, blue wall of silence, whatever you want to call it. No snitching cops don't rat out cops, blah, 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 whatever. But let a motherfucking cop do something that violates any of those policies or procedure. That motherfucker's on his own. Y'all ain't, he gonna call for backup. Y'all not coming. Um, Mm -hmm. You gonna accidentally, you know, not follow him when he, you know, y'all are doing your patrols or whatever. Like they will screw them own. They will screw their own fellow police yeah. out of spite, but in a really bad way. Like it's not just like, oh, cold shoulder, we won't talk to you. Like you basically get hazed and you then end up in danger. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. yeah. All right, but back to Juneteenth. Let's. Um, uh, D.L. Hughley said it best. This is literally the appropriation of our emancipation. Like the fact that you guys skipped all the steps of everything we wanted, everything we were asking for and said, yay, federal holiday, which also like, I hate to say it, technically doesn't mean anything because like you have states like Arizona that didn't recognize MLK for how many decades? Like mm-hmm. twice, actually, like many years apart because, you know, it wasn't recognized and someone said, hey, I'd like to recognize it. And then the next mayor, governor, whoever the fuck was like, yeah, he didn't have the authority to do that. So we don't recognize this holiday, like I said. And then <laughs> 10, 15, uh, whatever years later, they ended up recognizing it again. So again, it, making it a federal holiday doesn't mean anything because at the end of the day, you don't want us to teach it in schools. You, well, and then like, also who who's working when there are certain places that are still open? Minorities are still working and yeah. serving the fucking white people who are off work. No white people should be off for that day, period. I feel like if yeah. anything, they should they should work for free so that they know what it's like for that day. Like, that's just my bit. Especially like with, when, when the whole thing happened with Starbucks, you know, they had the, what it, was it called? Sensitivity training? Whatever the fuck they called it. And I was like, the only way to possibly make this training, like, actually mean something or do something, yeah, and worthwhile and get a message across is to make everyone do it for the whole work day and be unpaid. That would be the only thing to do. For sure. Like, Just like that could, lady who wrote, um, hmm. What Karen is this? <laughs> well, so she, her book, um, what the hell is it? It's white something. White fragility. Yeah, right, right. And it's, of course, written by a white woman who is reaping the benefits. Like, you see pictures of her on social media. I, I, I you know, I went into my old, like, white guilt, not phase, but, you know, like, and the resurgence of the movement, I was like, oh, my God, have I been okay, like, to everyone? Have I been a good <laughs> human? Um, right. buying all the literature, doing all the homework. But I purposely didn't buy her book because I look at social media. She's only got white friends. She got, she does all this sensitivity training, this X, Y, Z, you know, but it's like, where do all of her profits go? Uh, she has so much real estate. She's rich as shit. It's like, are you giving any of that back to the black community while you're profiting off of teaching white people how to treat them? Right? Like it just is to me, I would like I would like to do more research, but it just rubs me the wrong way. I love that. I appreciate that. I just more appreciate her, although I didn't I haven't researched her that much. So good to know. Yes, yeah, I think that does suck. But I, I appreciate her taking the burden off of black people for about seven minutes, you know, because um, it's right. It's, I've always been happy to be the person like, oh, if you have questions, like, what should I do? Where should I go? You know, like, what should I read? I've I've mostly been that person. I'm like, feel free. Like, if you're too scared to ask, you know, your black friend, I'm sure it's only one. Because anybody who's asking at this point probably only has the one black friend, you know? Like, anybody else? 
can probably figure it out, you know? So really? I feel like if you were at the point- question for you then. Like when, when uh, you know, I guess, yeah, it was a year ago, like this last June when everybody was, was in their white panic, did you have a lot of your white friends reaching out to you, like apologizing? No. Because I've heard I, a lot of that kind of shit. Like, I'm not one of them. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't think I will say no only because my white friends are like, mostly ride or die. Like, yeah, like none of my white friends need to be woken up at this point. So, yeah, really could come and apologize. Or if some acquaintance or old coworker wanted to come forward, sure. But also, like, I'm me. So I feel like everybody would be like, what's the point? Because she right. don't give a shit. Like, this apology is going to fall on deaf ears. She does not care. And I may actually get cursed out. So I'm going to just keep <laughs> it to myself. And only, and mind you, that's on this topic. Although, yes, for the most part, I'm not a forgiving person. But it's for me, it's because action speaks out of the word. Like, you're going to tell me you're sorry. And I'm going to be like, okay, and what do you want me to do with that? Like, that's the kind right. of person so I am. Showing for- up, what are your actions? like? Right. What are you actually doing? You can say sorry until you're, you know, dead. That's fine. You can buy me flowers and apologize for the rest of your life. But what is happening? So, yeah, for the most part, I feel like it didn't happen because of who I am as a person. But, yes, I do know many people had that. I did, however, see... Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to link this without being very obvious as to who it is. Okay, well, a friend's in-law that, mind you, she's not white. She's Hispanic, but she looks white, so she has had a white life, but she is not white. Um, She, uh, I did see her post uh, like this apology about, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that I was doing these things, blah, 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 send a third. And again, like, I saw so many people like, oh, thank you, you're, you know, we're happy, we're appreciative. And I looked at it and I was like, but bitch, what are you doing? Right. Other than posting today and like, I don't know, however long it took you to craft that post for an hour or so, or do you think right. you've done it now? Have you watched You probably were thinking of what words, how does this come across? You probably sent it to 12 friends to double check and make sure you didn't, you know, offend anybody because obviously you're new to this not offending people thing. So yeah. I get that. But at the same time, let me be very clear. I don't need to see you posting shit. Like, I don't need to see you giving a donation to the NAACP. I don't need to see it. Because at the end of the day, accountability and who you are truly as a person is what you're doing that everyone's not watching. So I don't need to see it. I am asking you for yourself whenever I say that. So I, I don't want nobody right. thinking that that's what I'm saying. I'm asking you to ask your damn self, what are you doing? Right. That's it. You don't need to be accountable to me. But Right. Um, and if you're frozen in that moment, you're like, oh, shit, what am I doing? Well, then go do right. something. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I didn't have but a lot if of people. You have a, like, if you have a full download of an answer of like, well, no, I actually donate here. I donate my time there. I do what I can within my power, within my means, then great. Then you've done yes. it. You don't need to explain yourself. And amen, because you understand grammar and you understand that words mean things. Because the question was, what are you doing? I didn't ask, what have you done? I didn't ask, what did you do? Because, yeah, you're going to hold on to that one donation or that or that one oh, man make you know, a monthly contribution put that shit on auto pay right and and this is the thing it doesn't even always have to be money that's another thing like i no. get it what's always your have to time be like what what is within your means that you can do and even that like not even within your means i can guarantee you have been in a situation where you should have stepped up and you fucking did it mm-hmm check somebody and again this doesn't have to be in the grocery store with strangers i understand everyone doesn't operate like me anybody could catch it so i get it like i understand that everybody's not like that to just confront a stranger fine but when uncle tom is saying some shit or aunt susan is saying some shit you need to tell them that is not okay oh totally and that's the things that I mean by what are you doing when you're at work and you're whatever. And I don't mean you, it doesn't mean you have to be a fucking social media warrior and be on everyone's status that, you know, is triggering offensive or insensitive. I find, I understand that you don't have to do that. What I'm saying is there are plenty of times the opportunity falls in your lap and y'all do nothing. Oh, totally. And it's just yeah. like, well, we've talked about this before too, with um, whatever that apartment built kitty uh. oh yeah so everybody somebody nobody yeah right exactly and that's a lot of fucking white people are scared to say something because it's uncomfortable you know what else is uncomfortable is people being murdered just because they look different so at the end of the day i'm sorry fuck that that's a cop-out you're not scared to say shit because guess what 
you ain't scared to, to go into a building that tells you you need a mask on and sitting there and saying, I know my rights, blah, blah, blah. You don't have no problem yelling at the waitress who supposedly messed up your order, but you forgot to say no onions. You don't have right. no problem, you know, telling someone, oh, no, you're not going to mansplain to me, blah, 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 feminism, woman, this and that. You guys aren't scared. It's a matter of convenience and laziness. Oh, for sure. That's my issue. Like, I can understand if you are such a timid person, that's just who you are as a person. And like, fine, you don't have the balls. You don't, you know, and I get it also because people are fucking crazy. So I get it. Maybe you don't want to step in because someone turned around and shoot you. I, I understand it. And that's why I'm, like I said, I play both sides. There are times where it falls in your lap, maybe at the grocery store. All right, fine. You don't want to talk to a stranger. But when this shit is happening in your own house, at your job, mm. with your neighbors, it's happening right there in your face with people you know. Yeah. And what are you doing? Or like when you're dating someone too, I've seen that so many times where they're like, oh, oh he's just a Republican and we're like never going to agree. And then, okay, well, why are you dating? Like you're dating and mating this, this person who you, who you like fundamentally disagree with and, and morally and ethically. Let's no. agree to disagree. No, 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 no. We can Hell agree to no. disagree that I like tea and Tracy likes coffee. We can disagree on that. We can't disagree. We can't disagree on the fact that I'm a human being. Oh my God. When I picked up your tea, I'm just, I have to just say like, good for you that it's healthy and shit. But like some of that dripped onto my hand and I licked it just to like taste it. I don't know how you consume it. I don't know how. Oh, matcha's bitter. Matcha's bit, bit, bit very yeah. bitter. Yeah. I would but I also like, like, drink, aloe. like alcoholic bitters, but like you do you, boo. Oof. Well, the thing is also, and also if you just get the um foam, you you didn't get any like cream, you didn't get any sweetener, you got nothing. Uh, you literally I, got matcha I powder. Know. I got green shit on my hand and it was uncomfortable. No, no, I get it. But I'm saying like, if you just got foam, like you probably oh, got the worst part possible. Like I'm not trying to convert you, but you definitely got the worst part possible of the drink. Right. But I, I also have like, it's crazy. I like I'm tea like, when it's a hot toddy. <laughs> I'm, not I'm like put it such there. a fucking alcoholic. I'm really not. I, Guys, I have definitely modified my ways since I moved. But anyway, <laughs> Trashley hasn't even made it. Has Trash? I said Trashley has not even made an appearance this year. Has she? Um, not that you know about. Well, no, I'm more guessing. I was like, because I feel like you've been more bartending the tavern itself. But then I realized. Yeah. You drink at your bar, not guys, not on the job. She has her own bar at home. Okay, let's right. Just... Yes. No, I have not. Um, other than to taste that a cocktail tastes proper at my new job. Like, no, I don't drink. I don't yeah. know if I'm allowed to. I've had it happen a couple times where guests have asked me if they're allowed to buy me shots. It doesn't feel like it's the right vibe there, though. It's and funny. It feels too soon to ask. When I, uh, yeah, the trick I learned is bartending. You just say, yeah, of course, because obviously you want to get your tip higher and you also want to get the register higher and their bill higher or whatever, blah, 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 is you say, yeah. And then like you just, two things, you can either have your own mix, which is water, and you'd be like, yeah, oh, it's I need bottle for sure. you pour water. Or the second is, um, which doesn't matter because again, they paid for it. It's not like you're wasting it, is that you just shoot the shot literally behind you. <laughs> you just don't take it and just splat. But it's the problem with that is you have to have some precision as to what you're doing and where you are. Yeah. you're just throwing this shot behind you <laughs> yeah no this is like the vibiest fanciest place i've ever worked at and so i just like those those kind of cheats i would totally do at my neighborhood and dive bars that i worked at but oh it's here, just the whole there's aura. so many eyes on me here i don't yeah. know i feel you all right yeah all right it makes sense um that's like, I remember bartending and I remember buying like a fake ring to put on to be like, all right, I'm quote unquote engaged. Men will leave me alone. No, men just see it as a challenge. You're like, I'm gonna make her cheat or she gonna leave her man. I don't know, but let's do it. So that actually worked in my favor because tips were definitely better. So that's mm -hmm. an interesting thing because it's funny. I've heard that expression like men will only leave you alone if you say you have a boyfriend, like because they respect the other man more than they respect you, right? Yes. Like if, if you say, I'm not interested, no, thank you. No, I'll buy glass, whatever the fuck you say, they don't care. Um, but I was like, I've never had oh, that. Oh, like experience. that woman at the fucking liquor store. I'm still not over that one. Ooh, Did you see funny. that in New York? Um, oh, and who got beat up in Harlem? Yeah, I was like, well, that's yeah. Unfor like, I don't. Okay, I don't know much about Harlem, but it, it just seemed very on brand. I hate to say. <laughs> I mean, I do I love Harlem, but yeah, I don't know that I would go. I'm not by no means fucking victim blaming her. I'm just saying, I personally like would not go out by myself after dark to a liquor store there like she's braver than i am that's all i'm saying i wouldn't have gone out by myself after dark period really want to do it in the daytime all right so i but i feel yeah. you I, it's not victim blaming it's just 
you know precautions that we as women have to deal with it's fine um yeah it's not but yeah uh oh oh yeah okay so back to uh white fragility yes i did yeah. not get all the people but again i was i always but I, I posted like i would post that i'm open if someone wants to have a conversation if they don't understand something maybe you know they said something and someone said this is you know whatever i was i and i kind of am fairly still open for that explanation i know most people are not because guess what they're tired <laughs> so yeah. just, and it's not our responsibility it's not our responsibility. Oh, who I will first of all, absolutely not. No, it it really like we're we are the problem, so we also have to be the solution. White people, right? Um, but I will say one page who's like he's so fucking brilliant and amazing, and has like literally throughout the past year been just shoving education down everyone's throats in the best way. Uh, Brandon Kyle Goodman. I don't know if you follow him. Mm-mm. Um, I worked with him at Flywheel. He's fucking hilarious. He is also a writer on um Big Mouth. He was in what was he in? Love. I think it was just called Love. It was like an Amazon Prime show. Whatever. He's phenomenal. But his Instagram was just full of him having like Instagram live sessions with different amazing guests, but all but like every time something came up, he always had like this really thoughtful response to what was going on. And he yeah, his whole page is teaching white people to be better for the most part. Right. I, I get it. It makes and oh like Jane Elliott. Jane Elliott is yes, ma'am. if you don't know what to watch, look up Jane Elliott. She can teach you mad stuff. I love her because she breaks it down on like a damn near cellular level. Okay. Like between progression whatever you want to call it the one of the videos i love that she does is she shows you how big africa is on like a western uh map versus how big africa is on our map i feel like mm-hmm. i said that in reverse okay um i'm okay and um the the thing she the thing she shows it's not just that she shows you because again africa is big enough to fit like every other continent like as far as I, from what i remember like it's that big but that's not how it's shown on the map she ends up further breaking it down to tell you it's not just about, you know, colorism. And the reason why I say colorism is because there are countries where, like, brown people live as opposed to black people. And they may be a little more open to that because they're a little fairer skinned. Mm-hmm. So she actually breaks it down to say the reason why the, the ones that are bigger are bigger because those are the places where Christianity is uh, prominent. That makes sense. I was like... Yo, you guys are brainwashed. Sorry, we are all brainwashed without even knowing. Because again, if you're in school and you're you're being taught things and you have to know them for the tests and the, the regions and the other, I don't know why Bill Cosby just. Whoa! Came I was just gonna say, like as I was making funny voices, I was like, "This is not the voice I want to go with." Are you gonna start talking about pudding and that? That I'm gonna weird. leave it. I'm gonna leave it there because we're not even gonna get into anything else. Yeah, no, it. no, I, I'm not going back to that voice. I'm gonna just keep yeah. speaking. Um, <laughs> anyway, when you're learning all of these things, you again take them as fact. So it's yeah. like I I know the world is not flat. I know that, but I can understand why people believe it because you can't fucking trust anything we've been taught. I'm sorry. I feel like yeah. there's so many lies, so many half truths. Like I said, we wouldn't even need Black History Month if like white people didn't lie so much. Like if you would just tell us about Mozart that he was black, that would have been great. If you would just tell us that a black woman invented the sanitary pad for us women bleeding out of our vaginas, that would have been great. If you would tell us about black women, uh, black women who created the alarm system, like algorithm or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. these are important things that are in our lives daily. The fi- we talked about the light with Thomas Edison, um, you yeah. know. Thomas Edison, black people couldn't have patents. It wasn't really Thomas Edison that created it. It was a black guy, I can't remember his name now, unfortunately. He's the one who created basically everything, the filaments, everything that needed for the light to come together. So mm. I'm like, if they would have just taught that in school instead of, oh, peanut butter, you know? Yeah. I just feel like it would help with so much. But again, this is now the, now. why is it we need a law passed so that you can teach our history. Like why? Yeah, but meanwhile, it took only 72 hours to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. And also, it's like, and this is nothing against the gays, but because they have their own struggle, but like their stuff was already passed. Like a law was already passed to have their history be taught. 
well, I don't know what states, but there are some states because <laughs> you know everything. That's a problem with like like uh, you know federal. They're like, oh, it's a federal well, holiday, but then like the states are like knocked out. One capacity and then regress in another because now abortion laws are being attacked again. Um, trans trans rights, like that's a major, major, major issue. All these all these kids, like they're. <sighs> the laws that are changing for them to not be able to start transitioning sooner, even though they've, they've had the therapy, they're doing all of the right things. Like it's really awful. It's really awful the way that, that religion and, and people in politics who are religious are trying to, or are dictating how other people live their lives when it's like, no, you're not supposed to judge. You're not supposed to intervene. It's not your fucking life. It's not your fucking problem. So leave it alone. Well, my favorite video, I have two really, really awesome videos that I love right now. I will paraphrase one and the other I will like probably quote verbatim with short no worries. But basically the woman goes, all right, y'all, can you tell me or show me, you know, or quote where exactly God said it was wrong to be gay? I'll wait. Right. Cause I know you won't find it. So, and I'm like, right. Like it's, I would have thought if it was so important. And again, as a non-religious person and not even knowing much about religion, mm-hmm. other than I don't like organized religion, Word. but I would think it maybe would have made it to one of the 10 commandments or, Hey, he could have made him 20 and threw it in there. I don't know. I feel like if it was so important, it would have been something that he said. Right. Well, history is all in the hands of the historian. Right. So even with religion, it's like, so the Ten Commandments were passed on and written down by someone else, not God himself or herself or their self, whatever. And that continues past into the New Testament, into every other writing and teaching. It's like some cis, heteronormative, straight dude wrote this religion, wrote this history to serve themselves. That's that's going to be a recurring theme forever until we actually just fucking stand up and say that's enough. Right. And at the end of the day, like has anybody not played a game of telephone? I know you know how it works. Yeah. As you're translating these stories, yeah, uh, can become a the, but you know, the snake becomes awake and then like you end up with a whole new story. Yeah. So I don't really understand how you can just be like, yeah, right well i mean listen this could be a really dumb comparison but i don't care like so even even like you know servers who are trying to show off and they're like oh no i don't need to write anything down okay cool by the time they leave your table and get to either their pos or they're writing it down on a guest check to give to the kitchen they're gonna miss something maybe they're not maybe they're fucking perfect but nine times out of ten something's gonna be a little bit off because you were overconfident and now a pivotal point is missed and that's part of that telephone where it's like, so you just decided that it's really important that two men can't be together. You just made that decision because you thought, why? For what? Right. Well, I think it's probably because it's just as important at wives being um, subservient to their husbands. I'm sure that's, mm-hmm. key. you know, these are all the priorities. I wonder why. Um, uh, what, what was the, th- oh, and then the other video the guy talked about, he basically talked about like, a bunch of other scripture basically where someone because again it wasn't god someone whoever said that you know man and man shouldn't be together so he literally leviticus there it is he mm. went to leviticus and he starts basically go he's like well in that case you also shouldn't be eating pork and shouldn't be getting a haircut or like all these basic things that obviously all of these hypocrites do but again you're just mad that the person is sinning differently than you right and what 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 makes anything more important or less important like why are you weighing one thing higher above another where it's like oh no it's fine um we'll we'll eat pork it's fine now we can do that but nope i'm still gonna demonize you for getting a tattoo but why i told you buffet style take what you want and leave the rest that's why i'm not a fan of organized religion i'm just not i'm not a sheep enough for it really Well, you know, and that's the thing is like you're condemning left and right. You're pointing fingers, but it's like you are definitely not living your life by the book. There's no way. And if you are, you're fucking miserable. Right. And if you point your fingers, there's three pointing back at you. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. Um, um, sorry for this background noise. Samson is using my leg as a chew toy right now and oh, making Samson. gremlin noises. So I had so much fun cuddling. I love him. He's so cute. He's such a ridiculous. He's he's cute, but he's a demon sometimes. Can you not? Can you, Can you not? fucking not? Can, Can you, you fucking just not? Calm down. Gosh, my life. Oh, Samson. Um, oh, so what's going on in the world today? Or did you want me to bring it up? Are you bringing Bill back right now? Oh, shit, did I? Yeah, sorry. a little bit. Keep a little happening? Bit. I'm sorry. I think I got so used to doing it because I'm I'm obviously good at it. Um, but like, yeah, I gotta. I need to. We gotta thing. get you a new impression. <laughs> yeah, gotta do something else. I don't know what. All right. Yeah, sorry. So what's going on in the world? Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> it's like I'm stuck. Now I'm stuck in the. What's happening in the world today? There we go. There you go. Oh, that was a very calming voice. I want to. Um, I've been leaving. Um, Bob Ross in the background, just like when I haven't chosen anything to watch, I just have okay. his student sounds. I also have, I'm going to give you just, I bought his bobblehead. So you press a button, he says, let's see what he's going to say right now. Please tell me at some point, happy little trees. Oh, of course. Let's see what the next yeah. one is. All right, I'm not going to do all of them, but he definitely. Yeah, also, it, it sounds terrible. Like, I, I oh. love it, but like the audio, I guess just audio, you know, how you got to like move all stuff. Right. I well, ain't no engineer, ma'am. Okay. Anyway, so we, we, we touched upon how Juneteenth is performative and they're not actually changing anything, implementing the education in schools, but it's like, oh, it's a federal holiday. Great. Um, right. Thanks. And then, good news, Black Girl Magic News. Um, how, how do you say it? Shakari? Uh, oh, I think it's Shakari. Shakari, duh. My bad. Uh, Shakari Richardson is now the fastest woman in America. And, like, her fucking style, too, man. Like, the little, the, like, she's giving me uh, pebbles mixed with vitamin C with her hair with the high pony. I love it. No, no, no. no. She's not the fastest. Shakari, she, I've, she's just been like making media a lot over the years and she just qualified for the um, Olympics. The oh, why does it say, but it's, well, bizarre then their headline is false then because it says she's now the fastest woman. But I know she's not. Who is now? I thought it was Sherry. Hold on. Wait, now, unless she just, not, not Sherry, Shelly Wait, now I gotta see if maybe she just broke the record. Is that what she did? Maybe I when think she did so. the Olympic thing? No. no. Shelly Ann Fraser Price. It says 10.63 seconds for the meter dash, 100 meter race. 10.63 seconds for the 100 meter race is uh, Shelly Ann. Shelly Ann Fraser Price. Yeah, I would not have hyphenated my last name, but you go, girl. Black Girl Magic, what you want. Um, now I get to see Shikari's time. It says 10.64 seconds. Yeah, so she's not the fastest. Shelly oh. is 10.63. Okay. Damn, that's close, though. Right? Like, she, she might be in the next year, you know? Yeah. Okay, okay. But, yeah, she's, yeah, you're right. Well, Her style. I mean, I, she's just, why did I go to Bazaar for this news? I don't know. I just hit it. Let's she's see so unapologetically black. I just love Shikari so much. Yeah, the long, long, quote-unquote, ratchet nails. Well, they were ratchet until, you know, like, Kim Kardashian started doing it. Then it's style! Anyway, um, the colorful hair again, always ghetto and ratchet and unacceptable and unprofessional until Kim Kardashian does it. Anyway, that's a whole other appropriation conversation, but that's like, that's what we mean by appropriation, by the way. It's not like, ooh, you know, you you got braids when you went to Jamaica. I mean, yes, but I'm going to explain why. Or, ooh, you, you know, you're wearing, I was going to say a do-rag. Please, oh, if I ever oh see... wait, so this, just real quick before I forget. So... Earlier this year, she clocked in at 10.72 seconds to become the sixth fastest woman to ever run the event. Um, and in Saturday's semifinal, she got 10.64, but it's mm. not eligible for record purposes because it was wind dated. Wind dated? Like it was aided by the wind. Like the wind <laughs> got her there. I heard it wasn't W I N T A T E D. So I'm like, wind dated? Well, because I don't know the words wind aided. I never right. would have thought that was a thing. So I was like, what is wind aided? 
she win? She won on that date. <laughs> I just need you to know, like all the stuff that went through my head when I was like, huh? Anyway, okay, so yes, so she's not the masses, but still, she's amazing. Um, okay, yeah, Shelly and Fraser Price, um, ten point six three. Yes. Okay, so glad we cleared that up. I have no idea what I was saying, so it's fine. Uh, I'm sorry. I just like I I need to fact check, and it it's okay. I, my bad. I interrupt people all the time for this exact reason because I will forget. So I'm okay with yeah. that. It'll come back to me later. But um, yeah, we're just talking about amazing black women, black women, everything. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm just so proud of them. Oh, appropriation. That's what we're talking about. So yeah, oh, you can, you're going to take your braids out, you know, for the job interview or when you come back home or whatever the case is. The point is you like take off our culture at convenience. Like braids right. are not- Does that even be considered code switching since they're not black to begin with? I don't know. Who? Like if it's a Kardashian or, or some other whitish chick who takes Hell no. That is no. Code switching is the fact that we do it because we have to. Right, 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 right. That's, yeah, that's another part of like appropriation versus assimilation. Like people are like, oh, I see black girls with, with blonde straight wigs all the time. They want to be white. First of all, blonde hair is not a white person thing. It, it yeah. naturally occurs in all races, first of all. Same for blue eyes and any other yeah. light color eyes. So let's let's just get that out of the way for you fucking morons. Okay, Google it. You don't believe me? Fine, Bing it, Yahoo it, whoever you want to. It's a fact. Oh yeah, anyway. there are plenty of like not Aryan looking because obviously they, you know, um, but I'm trying to think, not Brazilian, but there there there's plenty of like women in the Latinx culture who have blonde hair, blue eyes, striking as shit that like are sun kissed. But it's Who the, the same cares? black people. Black people have can have blonde hair and blue eyes. Oh, it's, for sure. It's, it's the same anywhere. I mean, yeah. it's just the same. Um, and then the difference is when, quote unquote, you know, black women do it, it's a, it's considered assimilation for the most part because you don't want our natural hair. You don't want our kinky, coily hair. You won't accept that. You say it's unprofessional, uh, whether we have braids or, or locks. Also, the term dreads or dreadlocks is also very insensitive. It was created by white people to degrade the hairstyle. Another conversation for another episode. But just so you guys know going forward, they are called locks. So let's try to be a little correct there. But my point is, it's a convenient thing for you for people who decide to take out the braids or take off the makeup that makes them look 15 shades lighter or the lips, you know, the, the lip fillers that they go get, or, you know, the, when they just put the lip liner seven inches above and below their lips because they got no lips, you know, shit like that. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're just picking and choosing like the buffet again of what you want. Or as Paul Mooney says, my favorite quote, everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a nigga. Cause you want the style, you want the hair, you want the lips, you want that, but you don't want to be black ever in your life. Because you don't want to be pulled over black. You don't want to be at work black. You don't want any of those things. So that's why it's appropriation. You're taking it for style, fun, convenience, and more importantly, shits and giggles. We don't like it. I can't, yeah, I might have to perm my hair to straighten my hair, but the hair that naturally grows out of my head, y'all don't want it. Y'all don't want it at your job. You Well, now you're starting to want it in your commercials and shit because everyone, company is, is just realizing that black people just came out. So they're like, oh, Let's put them in our commercials or, you know, TV shows. We, we didn't realize these people existed. This is amazing. Let's use them. That's what's been happening lately. But Well, uh, uh, it's not that they didn't realize they existed. They thought they could get away with whitewashing everything. And now that they're being held accountable for not giving anyone of color a job, it's either you follow suit and you give them a job or work or anyone who's like liberal or progressive in the slightest will attempt to hold you accountable i have to disagree with that because you can't say they think they could because they've been getting away with whitewashing right and yes yes importantly yes. they're only doing this for what's the word you keep using not a facade oh for it's people. um for uh it's performative yes it's absolutely performative because one they just want black dollars black people mm-hmm. spend one third of america's um uh what's the word e- economy i guess Black yeah, people. they contribute to a third We're of like the fifteen percent yeah. of the population. Fifteen, yeah. one five, not fifty. One five percent of the population. I feel like it was thirteen a couple years ago. I'm just 
I'm, I'm like trying to account for tide. It's probably 15 now. But again, one third of the trillions of dollars in this economy are from black people. So in no way, shape or form, am I going to ever think a company is like, oh, we're so sorry we missed the ball on that. No, you just want everyone else to think you are saying, sorry, we missed the ball on that. I do realize that was a little Cosby the first time I said it. I'm sorry. Um, and then you also want, again, you want the black dollars. It, I don't, I feel like I will say one out of 10 companies probably actually did it and was like, oh, oops. Mm-hmm. And the other nine, not so much. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, at- even if you, if you're going on to like, cause I, I do the acting thing sometimes. Um, I'll commit at some point maybe. Um, but when you go on these like casting websites, it usually the breakdowns are very specific to race um, and to weight and to height and to this and to that and to the other thing. And only within the past couple of years have people been pushing hard enough instead of worrying so much about losing their jobs. They're saying, no, actually, we're all not going to work if you don't fix this because it's fucked. Stop. Yeah focusing on how much I weigh stop focusing on the race like have it be an open casting for anyone and be not colorblind I hate right anybody can be anybody can be anyone like fuck off right but but no it's so funny and I think that's the funny part it's like you guys whitewash our stories but then get mad when we create our own like look at how mad everyone was with Jordan Peele like so right. you won't cast us you give us the shitty sidekick roles, you know, the token friendly black girl, you know, the the sassy lady at work, the, you know, Medea type, you know, helping everybody solve all their problems. Mm-hmm. You know, the only people who actually have backstories and, and maybe love interests <laughs> are usually white. So you can put us in the movies, you can whitewash your movies, but we can't make our own. I don't get it. I don't understand. Right. Wait, oh wait, back to Black Girl Magic because the right. other topic, because I don't want to forget this, um, Beyonce is pretty much the definition of Black Girl Magic, right? Like, I feel... Right, and who came for her? Motherfucking trick daddy's bitch ass. Like, first of all, I don't understand why, how, when Trick Daddy felt that he could open his mouth to badmouth Beyonce when is like like what every, is even his career like, like what individually any one of the songs she has written worked on or even sneezed on was c- better than his whole collective career so for him to have the audacity and nerve but he also has a history of this bad mouthing black women but trick daddy have you looked in a mirror lately sir you are a dusty hot bag of expired nickels oh like stop it how dare you he said that she can't sing and can't write and like isn't talented i'm I'm paraphrasing but that was the gist of the quote and like first of all i don't know if y'all know anything about beyonce but that beehive oh yeah wait actually i'm looking at this article right now and yep. I don't know if you saw this tweet but it's fucking hilarious it says the beehive coming for trick daddy and it's like uh, Penny and her girlfriends from Proud Family. It's like, come outside. We're not going to jump you. <laughs> I'm laughing because the, there's been so much happening. But the other thing was um, the beehive literally just like is bombarding and spamming his comments with bees. Like, I think that's great. And the thing is, there's millions of them. You have to also remember, let me tell you something about the beehive. And I, and listen, I'm not going to say I may regret this because if they come for me, they come for me, but whatever. The beehive is fucking psychotic. Like they are not wound too too tight. Okay. I need you to understand at one point, I don't remember somebody said something about Beyonce. The beehive went apeshit. Even Beyonce was like, guys, it's okay. And they told her to shut up. Okay. The beehive told Beyonce, basically sit down, shut up and mind your business. We got this. What? (laughs) Guys, that's the inmates running the asylum. Okay. Amazing. Uh, um, yeah, Trick Daddy just makes me think of the definition of mansplaining when people try to like mansplain stuff. Um, because he did it a lot um on uh what's the show? Couples therapy. I would notice him doing it a lot and it ma- made me think of just mansplaining in general. And I saw this recent thread where a girl posted a picture of a car, an older car, but she's like, I just bought my first car with my own money. I'm so excited, right? And she posted the cute little picture. And so some guy was like, 
you know, get an oil change every 5,000 miles, you know, get new roads. Like, he's basically giving her, like, tips or whatever. And, like, a couple people, oh, that's not mansplaining, oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and all of them is going on and on and on. He's like, I- I'm just giving her tips. She said it was her first car. Like, I don't right. even, and, and I agreed with him 100%. And I think that's right. a, like beehive mentality. They're just like, run, jump, we want blood. Ah! Like, yeah. everything isn't racism. Everything is. I almost said masochism. Sorry. Um, Misogyny. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So I know someone out there is like, damn, everything's not masochism. That's not my party. I mean, if you're talking about me specifically, yes, most of the time it's masochism, but that's personal. I didn't want to put you on blast. That's why I just said someone out there. I'm so happy about that. This is why I love you. But yes, um, yeah, everything isn't that. So I thought it was interesting that people just mansplaining in the set, the third, like, I, yo, this is what I say why men are stupid and men are annoying. I remember being in the fucking aisle buying pads and like this guy walked by, he's like, oh, do you need help? I'm like, no, I think me and my vagina got it. Like, he offered to help you pick your pads out. Well, this is the thing because he's a dude, he's not that smart and he's not really paying attention. He just sees me looking all fine as he, he didn't go in the aisle. He was literally walking by the aisle. Okay. So he didn't see what, the, but this is my saying, you're just so fixated on probably my ass or whatever you were staring at. You didn't realize how stupid you were about to look. That's, that's really what I mean. He didn't like, well, walk up they don't care. Like, they don't have fucking shame about it either. He must've been just like, oh, okay, fuck you then. Basically you was ugly anyway. Yeah, exactly that. Yep. I don't even remember. I don't miss that. That's another reason why I don't miss being outside. So yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah. I feel like that was all for news. Uh, yeah, Black Girl Magic. Excited. Uh, do we want to do an awesome card? Oh. Fuck yeah, we do. While she's okay. shuffling, I just want to say how like super hyped I am after like editing the videos. Like everything is done, come together, music and stuff, and like we're ready for you guys. I just want you guys to know this is when it like fully came together and ready to produce and you're you're gonna see our baby soon. Yeah. She's beautiful. Okay, so let me just pick a nice little general question to put out in the universe for us right now. Um what should we focus on for Happiness, productivity, and creativity. Does that sound good to you? I love that. Wait, happiness, what, and creativity? Productivity and creativity. Yes. Happiness, productivity, and creativity. I love it. Ooh, okay. That one fell at me. Ooh. This is a good one. Okay. It's leap. And... Let me see. You go first. The universe will catch you. Mm -hmm. Life Life bends for the courageous. The universe wants to support you, but first you need to leap to throw your life up in the air. Perhaps you know what you're being called to leap toward or away from, but are scared to make the move. Or maybe perhaps you are waiting for a big fat sign or instruction manual or permission to do so first. If this is you, then this card is your sign and permission to slip, to take a deep breath and leap into the unknown. It's scary to let go of all that we know and hope for something new. And it's normal to feel anxious at the thought of letting go of what we know for sure. But this is the unavoidable process of rising. And right now, this is how you are being called to live. Nature is constantly showing us how to live with courage. Fall comes every year and encourages the trees to loosen their grip, to allow what once was so full of life to fall away leaf by leaf. For a moment, it feels like nothing will grow again. The branches are left bare without the comfort of what once was. But in the morn of spring, new shoots begin to appear and something new is born that is even more glorious than before. You go first, take a good run up and leap. That card can definitely resonate for both of us. Honestly, I loved the shit out of that because uh like again with the universe energy spirits whatever all that stuff is so true it literally will support you in whatever you choose so if you want to be miserable guess what you're gonna be miserable it will support you it will reconfirm that it will reaffirm that it will send shit your way it will make you sad it will make you angry it will make you miserable because that's what you believe mm. if you think 
going to be a success. If you think you're about to move, if you think you're about to get this job, whatever it is that you're trying to manifest, the universe will support you. One of my favorite um, pieces of advice that really just confirms this is if you want to move, pack. Mm. And I, I literally did that before I moved to California, like, cause I was telling the universe and everybody else who's involved, like, this is it. I'm myself. I want to leave. I want to move. I want to go. It's so, you know, whether you're trying to get a new job, you are moving, um, hopefully at your own whim, you're not like being evicted. But even if that's the case, when you shift that energy into an, I like want this, I need this. I deserve this. This is something I want to do as opposed to, oh shit, I'm screwed. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You're like, yes, we got you girl. And like, I've, I've definitely done it time and time again without knowing that's what I was doing. So I think Oh, I love that card. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Yes. I we got it. We're leaping. We don't know what's <laughs> going to happen, but we're affirming that it's going to be magic. Oh, my God. On that last note, I will just say, if you ever get a chance, there's a video on YouTube, uh, Steve Harvey, and he talks about leaping. Because you said leaping. It just made me think mm-hmm. of it. Like, I remember hearing that and being like, oh, just like feeling, oh, just feeling so good about it. Like, great advice great words it was it was explained well you know the examples he gave you know steve harvey's freaking like whatever he has his little i don't want to say demons he's not like you know bill cosby and shit but right as his you know whatever qualms you know he read the card wrong whatever miss america stuff like that but like at the end of the day this is a smart funny well-spoken educated and charismatic man okay that speech mm-hmm. if you are ever feeling like I don't know what to do, where to go, what's next, life, whatever the case is, I think that is a wonderful video to just watch and uplift your spirits, give you some motivation, light a little fire under your ass, whatever it is you're looking for in like regards to motivation, that is, I, I highly recommend that to anybody. Okay. I'll check right. that out. You sure shot. All right, but this has been so great. I am so proud of our baby. Yes. As- so soon i mean it's weird because like this is episode six so like when you guys hear this you'll be like we've, we've been with your baby we've been like we are on now we're all godparents like whatever but yeah this has been so fun yeah another lovely episode of sexy spirited satire i'm your host, Stacy Moise, and this is my lovely co-host, Tracy Hassel. We'll see you next. Well, we'll well, you'll hear us next Wednesday. Yeah, you'll see us too if you follow us on the gram. Which you should, because like we're you're missing out on mad fun. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> all these fun ass videos and like make all these fun memes so that you aren't following us on social media. Yeah, it it would be it would behoove you not to. Amen. I love that word, behoof. All right. Mm -hmm. Till next time. Okay. Bye. Love you, Mina.